Hey everybody, Justin Thomas here for the Winged Lions podcast, talking about everything FC Cincinnati. And look at a little bit of a hiatus the last couple weeks with the bye week, and then didn't do one leading into the Inter Miami game, the first home game of the season. Um, it, the scoreline was similar to kind of what I thought. I thought it might be like a two-one. I thought FC Cincinnati would be able to get a goal. Um, they got two goals. But, you know, soccer is a cruel, cruel sport at times. And to have FC Cincinnati come all the way back to tie it 2-2 just to give up uh, Inter-Miami's game winner just about three minutes later is so disheartening. But it does show that FC Cincinnati has some fight, right? The orange and blue did not go down um, when they were down 0-2. They came out second half, fired up, were able to find a goal, a beautiful goal. I think it was Madarita who chipped it over to get it to Barrial. Beautiful first touch to get it um, down and then the nice little chip to get over the keeper. And then I have obviously the, uh, the almost the strangest of circumstances, uh, Nick Haglin comes on and is able to get um, the equalizer. And I got to admit, I was kind of joking my wife. I said, uh, what if what if Haglin scores here? And then I saw him down. He was pointing his head to, to Acosta. I said, look, he's trying to, he was already telling Acosta where to put, where to put the ball. And my goodness, I'll tell you what, he, that was a power header. And that was some of the most exciting things is the power header. And I enjoyed watching that uh, goal, big time goal. Unfortunately though, then it was kind of a rash uh, attempt that he couldn't really deflect out that broke it open from Inter Miami to go the other way and score and win at 3-2. But um, you know, it's one of those things where we we do, you know, we do what we can as fans. I was there though, that was exciting to be there and watch that game, uh, first ever home opener at uh, TQL Stadium in the West End. And uh, you know, really good environment. You know, I got some Rhine Roost while I was there. Um, I got a souvenir cup, souvenir pop. Now, this is the crazy thing. Look, with your with your cup, if you bring your cup into the stadium, you, you get free refills all season long. Look, that's something I can't, you can't beat that. I haven't seen that any other uh, venue for professional or minor league sports. So, uh, kudos FC Cincinnati. I, I had I had to make the purchase. I love a good souvenir cup to begin with, but the fact that I can just keep reusing it all season long for free refills, uh, I'm I'm sold on it. So uh, I got the the souvenir cup. Obviously a, a great opening day. Um, you know, got to follow in the Bailey getting up there from Washington Park. Uh, shout out to Continental. Got a free scarf for filling out the survey um, and then watched the game. And it was a pretty good game. You know, when it was down 0-2, thought like, oh man. Are we in this situation again? And luckily, FC Cincinnati was able to to kind of battle it back. Fortunately, did not get the, the win or any points there. But that should FC Cincinnati still has some fight. So we'll see what the uh, Orange and Blue can do moving forward. It's a game at Inter, or no, excuse me, at um, Montreal. Montreal Impact. I can't remember what they actually call themselves now. Um, CF Montreal, I think. Yeah, so CF Montreal, um, which they're in the midst of trying to get their name revoked um, as what the crew did. Um, if you haven't followed that whole thing where Columbus crew management came out and said they're going to be, they're going to drop the crew and just be Columbus SC. And uh, the crew fans, myself included, did not like that one bit. Um, I was able to reverse it. They're going to keep Columbus crew. So now Montreal is trying to see if they can kind of do the same thing. Because they used to be Montreal Impact. They liked it. And then management tried to change it to Club de Foot Montreal. Making it like French or something um, for international branding. And I just don't get it. You know, MLS keeps trying to make this this branding 
that's global, global branding. And really it's just conforming to what is all across the world and, and using the uniqueness of American um, soccer. So, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan of, of teams trying to change their name to just be SC or FC. Um, so, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know um, the purpose of that. Now, that does lead into the question here. I, I think there's an article from... Um, from Pat Dottery from Cincinnati Inquirer talking about if there should be a nickname for it. And there's, that's kind of an argument that started to, to fight up. Now I haven't gotten a chance to read the article. Um, but I will say this, I, I would be intrigued to see if there is a shift to something a little bit more American. I mean, it's FC Cincinnati, but the sport is soccer. It's called soccer here in the United States. It's not called football here. If it's football, that'd be like with the Bengals, right? It should be like the Cincinnati Bengals football club. Um, so you know, I'm a big soccer guy. I understand the FCs and I understand the SCs, but I do really enjoy the original names from the original American clubs, right? Uh, Columbus Crew, the San Jose Earthquakes, which they still are, um, Dallas Burn, uh, the Chicago Fire, which they're kind of shifting things back to the Chicago Fire, Colorado Rapids. I like those Americanized names, Los Angeles Galaxy, because it had the own little twist for it for the United States. And that's a whole nother tangent I can go on at, for a different time. But, um, you know, I'll have to read the article and see kind of what it says. I, uh, from Twitter is where I initially saw it. People were not happy about it there. But, um, you know, it'd be interesting for, you know, to read it and, and see what was going on, especially because the resounding effects of Columbus fans um, being able to basically tell the front office, no, this is dumb. We want to be the crew and them actually listening and changing it back to the crew. The logo is a whole nother debacle, but the fact that they're bringing the crew back and putting in the name because the fan base, and remember, this is the fan base that saved the crew in the first place for moving to Austin. Um, could be interesting to see if other fan bases can rally together and really put pressure on the their front offices to try and make some changes if they don't feel um, heard or if they don't like what is the changes that have been made. So that's going to be interesting to, to see what's going on. But getting back to the task at hand, um, at Montreal, the game is at Montreal. Montreal is a weird spot. You know, uh, if the beginning of the season, I would have told you this is a definite spot where I thought FC Cincinnati could pick up points um, and even likely win. But Montreal is playing pretty good, guys. Uh, this is a situation where this club coming in has kind of been a little bit of a, of a surprise um, for what they've been able to accomplish so far. And as I'm going to get the um, – see if I can get – the standings here real quick because they're definitely higher up there i mean they're fifth i mean this is a team that i thought was going to be lower uh montreal is eight points they're only three off the leaders in the east which is new england um and overall uh well the west is is pretty good right now but seattle at 16 but i mean montreal right now is in the thick of the playoffs um if it was to start today and that's just not something that i had really kind of saw coming so you know fc cincinnati was just one point they got to figure things out quick um in order to try and find a way to to combat this against montreal especially going up there to quebec um so really should be an interesting game i'm hoping that uh you know that back line pairing um that we saw in the uh, the first game with camera back there with um valencia i mean i think that should be hopefully something that's going to be um, better for moving forward with a little bit more communication because there was times there was complete breakdowns and there's no one marking anything. I, I think that the uh, some of the better high school teams around here probably would be able to score a goal with how um, wide open the spacing was in some of those cases. But I'm thinking that hopefully, I know I say this pretty much every time, but I'm hoping that 
the more the players play together, the more they're going to be able to get things um, done. Um, the biggest issue right now for me is why are people playing in positions that aren't suited to them? I, I don't understand how we can't seem to get players that we want to put into different positions. Um, I mean, Yuya Kubo is playing not in his normal position. I think that if we moved him to his position that he came in, they've primarily been playing more of the attacking um, midfielder. I think things would be better for the attacking aspect, but at the same time, you know, right now he's stuck playing defensive mid, and that's just not his normal spot, and that's kind of been a problem um, we've seen. I mean, this goes back to when FC Cincinnati first came into MLS. Alan Koch completely bottled a expansion draft by just getting players without a real strategy for how he's going to play them, and he was canned um, not long after the season started, and FC Cincinnati's been just in a complete reset button every single season because they could not get the lineup that they wanted when they had free reign to choose uh, what eight or eight eight or so players um without anyone else telling you know stopping them from there's no other i mean they had they could pick whoever they wanted um as long as they're on the unprotected sheets from every mls team so that that's another debacle that you know we can get put into another time but you know for fc Cincinnati traveling up they got to make got to make something happen quick. I think at Montreal is actually the, um, when they play Montreal, they ended their losing streak last season or two seasons ago. So hopefully some good news can come for the orange and blue against Montreal. We'll have to see how that transpires, but, um, definitely still going to be a challenge. FC Cincinnati sitting at just one point right now in the current standings tied with the Chicago. Chicago has the better goal difference though. Um, and that results in FC Cincinnati at the moment being, the wooden spoon holders so we need to find a way to get ourselves out of that spot try and move things up so um definitely be be ready to watch the match that's uh coming this uh saturday let me see if i can get um get the time frame here for when that is so that matchup is going to be at 1 p.m so 1 p.m it's in montreal um, so make sure you tune in, you can watch on, um, ESPN out of, or ESPN plus out of market, um, might be on star 64. Um, I believe so. I believe all games are on star 64. So make sure that you're watching it, checking it out, um, see what's the haps for that one. And hopefully the orange and blue can find a way to, uh, get the victory in this one.